0: Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Going this morning. We are in the house. I <laughs> should turn my music. Social media is funny. Like so um I was um putting something on um, Instagram and Instagram picked up the song by Donnie McClurkin. I, I know and I-, I need you and it flags me and kicks me off Instagram. But now we're back. Good morning. That I know. I. It's called I Need You. That was I Need You by Donnie. So they just shoved me off of Social media for that. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome. Welcome, y'all. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. Of course, I'm Lakeisha M. Johnson, aka LMJ. It is so funny because um, depending on where I am, I'm called by many different things. I was a college professor for 12 years. So every time I run into my students, they're calling me one name. Um, A certain group of friends call me LJ. And then in ministry, pretty much everybody calls me LMJ, which is cool. And then I have a small group of people who just call me Lakeisha. And then my family members take the law off. Um, And so it's interesting just to see in all different contexts, different people call me Different things, but LMJ is definitely what most people call me in ministry. So it's really, it's just really cool just to see and connect. And it's funny because my Judah, who is my nine year old lately, has been using um, LMJ. He's been writing it on everything. So I looked at him and was like, Boy, you better call me mama. (laughs) You better call me mama because that's what I am. I'm your mama. Uh, Well, welcome to Coffee Conversations with Lakeisha. I'm your hostess with the mostest this morning, and I'm so glad to be with you this morning. I am. I'm just so grateful for what God has the capacity and will do. Hey, today's testimony. Do me a favor. I want you to check out the devotional today. I want. I want. I want to encourage you. We're getting ready to pray in just a second uh, for families, but I want you to check out the written devotional today. It's actually part two, just something that happened in my life um, last Sunday on Mother's Day and a sweet situation between me and my son, Jojo. And then I have to show you in part two how... Fast God moves, but I'm telling you, God will move like he almost moves at the speed of lightning. And God and Jojo got to see the hand of God in his life, so I was really, really, really really excited uh, to see i love god to i love for god to demonstrate himself strong in their lives and i ask him to do that often show yourself up strong in their lives so that they can experience you so that they can witness you so that they know that you are real I don't want them just to go off my testimony. So if you're not subscribed to the daily devotional or you don't get or read the written devotional, make sure you get part two to what happened and what God did for Jojo just in a matter of days. I, I love God. God has a way of encouraging us. God has a way of affirming us. God has just a way of doing absolutely everything, my God. God, we need him to do. If we will just get out of our own way, if we'll just get out of our own way, I promise he will. So today's testimony is coming out in written form. Also, let me give you a few announcements real quickly. Today's broadcast is sponsored by Mirror Miracle Tour. Venita D- Daniels is located at 5304 Asher Avenue, Suite A, Little Rock, Arkansas 72204. And ladies, I'm telling you, she has your needs. I love her. This is a cute little uh, boutique store right on Asher Avenue. You can also order from her online. A lot of my pieces and things that I have, I get from Vanita. I love to support locally owned or uh, smaller businesses and boutiques um, because I know they are what make their um, cities and communities successful. So stop by if you can this weekend. And back to the broadcast, here I am. So those are our announcements for today. And I just wanna get ready to pray. Do me a favor, go share the video right now. Drop it off, put it in some people's hands, move it around, get it possibly absolutely everywhere you can. And let's get into the word of God for today. I'm getting ready to do a prayer for families. God put it on my heart this morning as I was studying um, for us to be able to pray with families this morning And so I'm going to do a fr- prayer with families in just a second But I got to do a few things, right? Um, there you go, share the video And then let me do a few shout outs Hey, y'all, hey, hey, Melissa Bunch Price Hey, Paula Williams, hey, Candice Bozeman How are you this morning? Hey, Olive, I see y'all coming in Hello to my Instagram family Somebody said they got kicked off Facebook That's crazy Oh. oh, well, I think a few people did. It's back now. I think it glitched for a second, Tammy. So it's back on now. Olive, good morning to you guys this morning. I don't know what Facebook is doing this morning, but I'm not going to be moved by social media. Hey, Vicki Johnson, how are you doing this morning? Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning Shonda Dockery. It is so good to see. See, when stuff like that happens, glitches occur. That's why I'll be going, y'all, to share the video even more. The enemy is not going to get the victory. And I know he wants to because he knows we're about to release a prayer that's getting ready to restore families. Let's go on and get our Bill Winston confession in right now and set the atmosphere for favor, right? Let's set the atmosphere for favor. You get in agreement with me. Um, it says, I decree from this moment forward that I see myself the way God sees me. I'm highly favored the Lord. I'm crowned with glory and honor. I'm the righteous of God in Christ Jesus. I'm reigning as a king in life through the one man, Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Now in Jesus' name, I declare by faith that I walk in divine favor. I have preferential treatment and supernatural increase. I'm restored. I have petitions granted, laws, policies, and rules changed, and battles won which I do not have to fight. Why? All because of the favor, the blessing and favor of God is on my life. In Jesus name, every morning when I rise, I will speak and expect divine favor to go before me. Let it surround me as a shield with goodwill and pleasures forevermore. The doors are now open for me that men have said are not possible to open. No obstacle can stop me and no hindrance can delay me in Jesus name. I'm honored by my father as I receive genuine favor that comes directly from God. I'm special to him. I'm the object of his affection. I'm the apple of his eye and I'm blessed and highly favored of the Lord. Come on now, blessed and highly favored Lord. It is back on, it kicked off for a second. I don't know why I did that, it was strange, but that's why I'm working on some things. I don't wanna be dependent on the platform that can kick me off whenever it feels like it. But we're back on it, we're back in that thing. That was our Bill Winston confession. So if you're just getting back on, it kicked us off of Facebook, do me a favor, go share the video right now so that we can put it right back in people's hands so that they can understand. Remember, we've been making a case for Christ. We've been talking about the grave robber series, and we're not talking about the thief coming in to steal. We're talking about Christ coming in and securing the victory, the win-win for us, because what we know, we know without a doubt, there is a win-win. And I'm going to show you this still through Lazarus. But I want to stop and I want to pause and we're going to pray. And this morning we're getting ready. We're praying as always, but we're praying for families to be restored. I need to talk to you about something this morning a little bit. And I'm going to let the word go first and then we're going to release this prayer. But it is very strategic of the enemy to assault our families. The thief comes in to destroy, to assault them through sickness, through, to, to assault them through disease, to assault them through generational curses, through strife, through fear, through worry, all of these things. This is a strategy of the enemy. And the thing that he's coming for that God keeps reminding me for, reminding me about is that he's coming against your generational legacy. If he can have you broke, if he can have you consumed, if he can have you worried, if he can have you in doubt, if he can have you in fear, if he can have your house in strife, he's coming for your generational legacy. He doesn't want you to be able to have an inheritance or to live genera- generationally or to pass good things down from one generation to the another. So if he can disrupt what needs to happen in your life, if he can disrupt and always have you in art and in strife where relationships are concerned, then he thinks he's winning. And so the thing is he's coming after your family. And a lot of times we think it's, we, we, we blame the person or we focus on the person and we get so set set on the person that we're missing what the enemy is doing it's not about the person it's about the principality that's utilizing the person and a lot of times we want my god i feel my help coming we won't allow we will get so caught up in the circumstance or the situation and the person that we forget about the principality. And so, for example, if we have a child that's into drugs, we get so caught up into the drug uses and the child using drugs and we begin to attack the person and the problem that they have associated with them, forgetting that the problem that they have associated with them has a lot to do with a principality. I told you yesterday when Daniel was being held up in prayer, my God, thank you for this Holy Ghost. When Daniel was being held up in prayer, that was a territorial spirit. The Prince of Persia was a territorial spirit preventing, my God, Daniel's prayer from being hurt. And I think some of us have been experiencing the same things. We've been laboring in prayer for our family members. We've been consumed by things, but there's been this territorial spirit that's been hindering solidarity in our families. And then our family units are not as close as they used to be. They're not working in unison. They're not working in harmony. And then what happens when we get weary and well-doing as Galatians 6, 9 reminds us not to do when we get weary and well-doing, we faint. And instead of calling that thing out in prayer or declaring that the word of God manifests in that thing in prayer, we faint and we fall off. We get so consumed by the act that we're forgetting about the principality and we're not rising up against the principality. And then those of us that are stronger are not taking our seat in prayer. And so we'll start listening, they did this and they act like this, but it's not them. No person that's rooted in Christ is going to act like that. No person that has God in the center of their heart is not going to act like that. No person who understands holiness, no person who understands God's love, no person who is really, really in christ is going to act like that so when you're in a situation and a circumstance and a person is acting ungodly or acting outside the will of god or acting outside of christ for their life then it's not the person it's the principality and we keep forgetting about the principality and we become so focused on the purpose person that here's the problem we're not redeeming the relationship and we're so We're so careless with the relationship. We're so careless with the relationship. We're focused on the infraction. We're focused on the sin. We're focused on whatever they did that we become so careless with the relationship that we're forgetting about the principality. So, you know, finally be strong. Ephesians 6 and 10, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power put on all God's armor. So you'll be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world. I understand now, Lord, against mighty powers in the dark world, still be standing firm, stand your ground, putting on a better truth, putting on the better truth, what is the what is the truth in this situation what is the truth in this situation i'm serious some of y'all got some loved ones y'all forgot about i was interceding for somebody in my closet today and the lord reminded me he said you've never took your time to pray for her and i was like my god he said you never have taken your time to intercede in prayer for her because she's been so resistant to God and so resistant to Christ. You just kinda let it be. You've never took time to intercede properly for her. You just looked at her issues or her problems or things and not spent the time that you needed to spend praying for her and interceding for her and in the gap for her. And I think we get so, because he always comes for what's close to us, what's close to us, what's close to our heart, our children, our spouses, our marriages, our desire to be married. And we have broken relationships and broken boyfriends and all this other thing dealing with broken people who don't have the capacity. That's why I tell people in their singleness, get hold in your singleness. And but we get so focused on the person. So it says, stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news, so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery areas of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the spirit all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers. Everywhere. And I think we forget this, especially when we start dealing with family members or people close to us or certain circumstances or certain situations. And the whole goal is he's coming after your generational legacy. He does not want you to have an inheritance. He doesn't want you to have a spiritual inheritance. He doesn't want you to pass things down spiritually. He doesn't want to get you to get in a place where you intercede for your families. So many of us intercede for other people, but we're not interceding for our own family members. We're not believing for them to be restored. We've accepted their attitudes and behaviors as normal attitudes and behaviors. And we're just simply saying it is what it is, but that does not line up for what God wants to do. And as the intercessor and the conductor for this thing, because if it bothers you, my God, I feel this in my belly. If it bothers you, then you're the person that's supposed to stand in the gap and your prayers will change things. But what we do is we let the enemy come in. He presents a situation, offense occurs, and we let offense in our heart and we have an option for offense and we forget that Jesus has already told us He'll fi- um, He'll have the final say. So, so we've been looking at this thing from Lazarus, and we know. Yes, yesterday we talked about how I talked about how Jesus was getting upset and as lazarus was in the grave jesus was angry and he was angry at the tomb so he tells him to roll roll the stone aside right he's been laying there for dead days they're talking about how the smell is terrible they're like lord this smell is terrible like this and they're explaining to them how this looks like an impossible situation and i know this word is for someone you thought your family situation was an impossible situation but the god i serve is telling you do not give up on your family in prayer Do not be moved by what you see. Don't get so caught up in their acts and their actions and the things that they're using and doing. My God, what a word. It's not them. It's the principality that's utilizing them so that you can get off course, so that you won't pray and intercede, so that you can come out of love and you won't rest and respond in love. There are only three things that need to be our truth. God is the judge. We are not to judge. The Holy Spirit is the convictor, right? And then we are only to love. And so the situation comes in and it's so real and it's so bad. And I'm not saying that it's not, but it comes in and it's so real. And it's caused to cause offense in your heart so that you can be rooted with bitterness, so that you can be unforgiving, so that you can be outside of love, so you can be cantankerous, so you can be judgmental. So that, so that you will not get in the gap. See, it's very hard to pray for somebody you mad at. It's very hard to pray for somebody you disappointed in. It's very hard to pray when the situation is so consuming and so overwhelming. And that is the strategy of the enemy. His whole tactic is so that you will get out of position. You won't stand in the gap you'll accept the behaviors as normal behavior or even some for some parents you'll be saying stuff like well i did that as a child and the enemy is winning and gaining momentum and territory in your household and he's coming after your generational legacy he's coming after the spiritual not just the wealth that we're supposed to leave but also the spiritual (laughs) things that are supposed that we're supposed to leave the generational things that we're supposed to do. I come from a tribe of priests. So of course he's going to come. My grandfather was a pastor, my dad was a pastor. Of course he's going to come from my siblings, right? Because he doesn't want us to walk into the royal priesthood. And so a lot of us get so set on the person or the problem or the issue or that thing that they cause or the fact that we were that way when we were kids. And so we don't think we need to pray for our kids at that capacity. And the Lord is like, no, I need you to rise up. I need you to rise up. I don't need you to take um, offense in this situation I need you to get steadfast I don't need you to focus so much on their sin and their issues and their problems I need you to be praying that their eyes be open I need you to be praying that there will be laborers sit in the field because the offense has been occurred and because you've probably already been caught in the situation then most likely they're not going to receive from you anyway and so it's probably time for you to stop talking to them about the circumstance in the situation and for you to simply get in the position and begin to pray like you're supposed to pray. And we've been missing this component. And it's not just been for our families. It's been the assault on our community. It's been what's been happening in our government. Where are the real intercessors that are supposed to be in position and praying? He tells us here, he says, don't be consumed by the the principle. You're not wrestling against flesh and blood. It's not flesh and blood in your husband. It's not flesh and blood in your wife. That's not what you're wrestling against. My God, you're wrestling against a principality that's coming for your generational legacy. You're wrestling against something that does not want your generations to walk into the fullness of the blessing. You're wrestling against something that doesn't want you to know that you're the seed of Abraham. You're wrestling against something that wants you to forget my God, that wants you to forget that G, what jesus said and his promises are to you so and they're going through this thing and this is the thing where i love about god and then we're getting ready to pray when they're going to the situation they're like lord he's been dead for four days the smell will be terrible and think about how many of us have been in this situation lord this situation seems dead it seems destitute it seems over seems like it's not going to work Seems like it's not working. And that's the point where we give up in prayer. And this is where I think Jesus got mad. (laughs) And he was like, and this is what he responded to them. This is John 11 in the 40th verse. He said, didn't I tell you, my God, didn't I tell you, my God, didn't I tell you that you would see God's glory if you will just be believed? Didn't I tell you this? Didn't I tell you you would see God's glory if you just believe? So then he comes back and Jesus looked up to heaven and said, Father, thank you for hearing me. You always hear me. But I said it out loud for the sake of all these people standing here so that they will believe you sent me. And I'm telling you, and Daniel was our confirmation yesterday. I, I truly know that this is a divine word of God and we're taking back our families today. That's why I want, I need this everywhere. Share this, we're taking back our families. We're positioning ourselves today to take back our families. The enemy has had long enough. And God is saying that didn't, if you'll just believe, you're gonna see the glory of God in this circumstance And in this situation, you don't have to give up in prayer. You don't have to think your loved ones won't be saved. You don't have to think he's not gonna provide. I promise you, I promise you that he's gonna do the good work in your family. But those of you that are supposed to be in the gap, those of you that are frustrated by this, it's because you're supposed to be in position and you're supposed to be praying and you're supposed to be interceding do not give it up in prayer the thief come in to kill and steal and destroy and what's been happening is we've been associating the thief with the person the person is not the thief it's satan he's not interested in you having healthy marriages healthy family relationships healthy friendships that's why some of your relationships keep ending up in the same place. He's making you look at it from the same perspective. And then that way you're not standing in the gap and praying like you're supposed to pray. So I need you to hold on to that truth. 40th, Jesus responded, didn't I tell you that you will see God's glory if you believe I'm telling you this morning, you're gonna see God's glory if you will just believe. Romans 12 and 19 also says, beloved, never avenge yourselves believe it to the wrath of God. You ain't got to worry about what nobody did. You ain't even got to spend a lot of time worrying about what Satan did. Right now, you just got to trust God in this situation and believe. And yes, get back in the gap. We need some gap. We need some people in the gap, standing in the gap for our families so that our family members can walk into the fullness of the call that's on their life. And so we're about to pray. I just thank you I just thank you that we stand in the gap and we stand consistently and you not be moved by the person that you be moved by the thief, the destroyer that's coming in, that's attacking your finances, that's attacking your family. If you will just stand in the gap, if you'll just stand still, if you will not get weary and well doing, you're going to see a return. And some of y'all are going to see a return so quickly. It's not going to make sense because you're rising up in the spirit and you're taking your family back in faith and you're taking your marriage back in faith and you're telling the devil, hell no, you do not get to keep reigning in my household and in my children and in my relationships. You're not gonna come for my generational legacy. You're not gonna get to have it. So we're gonna, let's just pray, Father God, we thank you this morning. We thank you for who you are in our lives. We thank you that you are Father. We thank you, Father God, that you are the ultimate one that stands in the gap between us and the enemy. We thank you, Father God, that you are the one that saves us, Lord God. You are the one that guides us and you are the one that loves us, Lord God. So this morning we're taking a stance and we're taking back our families right now in Jesus' name. We're canceling the assignment of the enemy off our life we're canceling the spirit of divorce We're we're cance- canceling cancelling the spirit of homosexuality we're canceling the spirit of sexual immorality we're canceling the spirit of sexual impurity we're canceling the spirit of doubt of fear of worry and every assignment of the enemy we're canceling the spirit of strife of contentions of lewdness and crudeness that have been existing in our families for years we're canceling generational sickness diabetes cholesterol cancer we're canceling that assignment right now we're canceling generational poverty and lack father god right now in the name of jesus we're canceling right now the assignment of the enemy off our families we're binding it back to the pits of hell from which it came and we're declaring from this moment forth that no weapon formed against our families shall ever prosper again we're driving the sword we're driving the wedge right now in the name of jesus and we're declaring father god right now in the name of jesus lord god Families are being restored. Prodigal children are coming home. Marriages are being repaired, Lord God. Your power and your glory is being demonstrated right now, today, Father God. Phone calls will happen immediately. Emails will be sent. Text messages will come through, Lord God. Every gap that's been in our lives, every gap that's been in our family, those doors are being sealed right now in the blood of Jesus. We close the hand off, the doors off, we close and seal it closed right now. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're opening The eyes of understanding in our family members that they understand the call that's on their life, that they begin to know who they are in Christ, that you're giving them a heart of flesh, Lord God, and that they're able to receive you, Father God. We're calling husbands home. We're calling wives home. We're calling daughters home. We're calling sons home, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. Our family members. Our family units are so strong and cannot be penetrated. We thank you, our family members, hunger and thirst after righteousness, hunger and thirst for Christ's sake, Lord God, that they long for you, that they're looking for you, Lord God, and that they'll return, Father God, to the family of Faith first, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. They're coming in divine connection with you today, right now in the name of Jesus. And we bind the hand of the enemy and we thank you, Father God, for victory. Victory, 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 victory. We call forth victory today. My God, in Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. My God, that's it. In Jesus' name, amen. My God, call forth for your families to be restored. Call forth marriages. Those of you that are not married and the enemy has been trying to prevent you to be married, call forth your family. Call forth. Thank you that you got favor with your mate. I got to get out of here, y'all. I'll see y'all back in Monday. Y'all keep us lifting and praying. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries,